Uh, is this thing still on? It's been a while. This show's been on hiatus for a couple of months. I told you that Doug and I were going to put something together, the likes of which you had not ever seen before, and I still plan to do that. But it's not going to happen in the immediate future because I've got bigger things on my plate right now. So what I wanted to do was, well, something. And uh, Doug and I started talking, and he said, Hey, um, hey, remember the Deeper Thought podcast you did a couple of years ago? Doug and I decided that we could go through some of those episodes. Over the next several weeks, several months, you're going to get access to what you previously weren't able to. Hopefully, this little provocation will help you sell something that you haven't sold before. And uh, stay tuned for these episodes as they drop week over week. I think you're going to take something away from them. I know you're going to be entertained by them. And uh, I just, I can't wait to talk to you again real soon. My name's Jeff Bajoric, and my career in sales has been a hell of a ride. And I want to bring you along with me. If you prefer to sell things at a premium, if you never want to win a deal on price, rethink the way you sell. Welcome back to the show. My name's Jeff Bajoric. I'm your host, and I'm here to help you rethink the way you sell listening to myself record right now, and I'm sounding, to myself anyway, a little hoarse. I apologize if that's um, hitting your ears the wrong way, but I was actually at a uh, high school football game last night. Um, I decided to go and root, root, root for the home team. Um, we made some big plays. I got a little excitable. We didn't end up winning the game, but that's okay. It was nice to get caught up in the energy of it all. Um, I've been going with my daughter. I, I say that loosely because about 20 seconds after we got that, she got pulled away by a large group of other, I assume, freshman uh, girls who all seemed to know her, and they went off, and I got a text when she was ready to go, which is par for the course, but really proud of her because as a freshman, uh, she has decided to expand her network. She's decided to get out there, meet new people, meet friends of her friends. And she's someone that I can clearly tell is someone that a lot of people like. She's got a great personal brand, if you will, more on that in a minute. But um, I'm just, you know, she is like I am an introvert and it takes her effort. It takes her a, a lot of um work to put herself out there. She's a little shy, but she does it and she does it over and over and over again. And she's starting to like it. And I just, that was absolutely not me when I was 14. And I think this is going to mean good things for her. So um, excited for her, proud of her. Uh, but yeah, I got a little fired up yesterday about a couple of big plays on the football field as I was sitting with the other parents who had been abandoned by their kids because that's how it goes. But it gives us something to do four or five nights, four or five Friday nights every fall. So uh, that was cool. But speaking of reputation, speaking of personal brands, uh, we're digging into the rules. This is one of my favorite sections of the seven steps to sell like you. This is where you have to know the rules. The beauty of being able to sell like you is that as long as you follow the rules, as long as you stay within these guidelines, these principles, these standards, whatever you want to call them, you don't like to follow rules and you just make it up. You make up whatever term you want for that. But you can do whatever you want so long as these guidelines are minded, so long as these boxes are checked. And the first rule I want to tell you about today is that you need to be someone worth talking to and you need to have something worth talking about. If you are not someone worth talking to with something worth talking about, no one will return your calls. 
This is true unequivocally. This is not just about business. This is not just about sales. It's not just about prospecting. Think about it. If someone is not worth, you know, talking to, it doesn't matter if you're related to them. You get that call from a parent or a sibling or a cousin or even a friend. And it's like, ah, this is going to be a long conversation that I don't have time for. I don't know if it's worth it right now. And you don't hang up. Or I'm sorry, you, you don't pick up. You, you, you hang up. Like you decided at that moment that this person was not worth talking to because they didn't have something that was worth talking about enough for you to take that call. So think about this. And I want to give credit to my friend Chris Bowen because he and I were talking about this. It's probably a year ago now. And he said, and we were just, you know, I was, I, I, I let that slip. I didn't really, let, I was, I don't want to say I let it slip. It was no secret, but I, I just mentioned, I said, yeah, you got to be someone worth talking to. You got to have something worth talking about. And he's like, yeah, without credibility and relevance, uh, yeah, you're, you're not going to get very far. And I was like, <laughs> uh, leave it to you, Chris, to come up with a better, more eloquent way to say what I was thinking. But that's exactly it. This is your reputation. This is your personal brand. And oddly enough, the way you build credibility is by speaking about things with a lot of relevance to whomever you are talking to. Now, of course, this is most prominent, most prevalent, most significant when we are prospecting. And you've got to earn that credibility by bringing a lot of relevance to the table. You've got to put insights. You've got to put actionable data. You've yeah, or actionable data. You have to ask provocative questions. You have to dig into, pry into the minds of the people you're trying to reach, so that they recognize that you are indeed someone worth talking to. And the more things worth talking about, you kind of pepper them with, the more likely it is that they're going to recognize you as someone they should return a call to, and that's how you get calls back. But the same thing, whenever you're trying to get a renewal from an existing customer, whenever you're trying to ask for a referral from an existing customer, if they don't believe that you are going to be both credible and relevant to the people they're referring you to, then why would they pass your name along? So this is not something you just need to have for prospecting. This is something you need to be as a salesperson, as a human being, really, but it's particularly poignant here as a sales rep. So my question to you is, what is your personal brand like? No, I'm not asking you how many followers or connections you have on LinkedIn. That's actually quite different. The, your follower count is a reflection of your personal brand. But you'll notice that a lot of those people are following you for different reasons. Some of, them, some of them are following you because they're friends of yours and they're just trying to round out their networks. Some of those people are following you because they're customers of yours and you've actually served them. Some of them, um, you know, you're a customer of theirs and they want to make sure that they're connected to you. And there are a lot of other people who will follow you or connect with you because they think you're funny, because they think you're smart, because they think that, you know, maybe one time um, you, you put out something very, heartfelt and vulnerable, and they just connected with you for that reason. I mean, there are a lot of aspects to your personal brand, but you have to be aware of what that relationship is, what that reputation is, depending on who you're trying to reach out to.
So I want you to take a step back. What are you known for? Do you have an attractive personal brand or is it a little more repulsive? Are you standoffish? Are you grumpy? Are you grumpy even though you're right? Because that attracts a certain kind of person. You know, are you exactly the right? I'll tell you what, I was going to say just exactly the right kind of grumpy. I sold with a guy, absolutely killer sales guy. Really, really good. Fierce customer loyalty. Man, was he grouchy. But people didn't care. Look, there's someone out there for everybody, right? I want to get that right. But, you know, this guy was someone who had a chip on his shoulder all the time. And even if he wasn't a ball to be around, man, was he a great customer service rep. He was a killer sales guy. And he earned the loyalty of his customers to where they continued to pay more for what a lot of people considered to be an equivalent product. They found superiority in the combination of the qualities of the product and the qualities of the sales rep. So do you have that kind of a reputation? But I want you to think about your levels of credibility and relevance. And I want you to think about how that manifests itself because you are judged before you ever get in front of somebody. When you schedule a meeting with someone or even when you try to schedule a meeting with someone, they're going to look you up. They're going to look at your Facebook profile if it's public. They're going to look at your LinkedIn profile. They're going to see if you have Twitter or X or whatever we're calling it today. They're going to see if you've been published. They're going to see, you know, what comes up when you, you know, when, when your name is Googled. Those are the things that they want to look at. And I need you to ask yourself if your personal brand or your reputation is one you're proud of. Or if it's one that might not help you get that meeting, might not help you close that deal, might not help you earn that next referral. You want to be someone who provides value, someone who provides insights, someone who could be a trusted advisor of theirs. It's also important that you're fun because people like to do business with people that make them feel good, right? But there's a big difference between being the person who is known for having a lot of fun and the person who just always picks up the check at the bar, right? So do you have a nice mix? Are you too far gone in any one direction? I'll say this too. If you're all insight, 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 value, 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 trust me, trust me, trust me, and you don't ever let your guard down, eh, people don't gravitate toward that either. So there has to be a blend. There has to be a blend. And this is the stuff I want you to think about. But I want you to think about this as I wrap this concept up here. Every single sales process begins with a commitment for time. I'm getting into prospecting here a little bit more specifically. But if you are asking for someone's time, what is your promise to them? Your promise should be that you are going to trade enough value in that time that them taking the meeting is going to be worth it. That them taking the meeting is going to be a better use of their time than doing something else, anything else, really. But when they look you up, even when you make that process out loud, your digital footprint, your reputation in the marketplace, it's going to either back up or nullify your claim that time spent with you will be valuable. So you got to pay attention to this. And I want you to think about who this impacts. It impacts your prospects. It impacts your customers. It impacts your friends. It impacts your family. It impacts your competitors. 
It impacts your colleagues. And by impacts, I mean it, it has to deal with them. It relates to them. Everybody who ever comes into contact with you has some kind of feeling about what it means to be with you in the same room as you, on the same phone call as you. What does that say about you? And what does it say about you to people who've never had that experience before? Got to think about this. But the first rule that I'm going to tell you you need to follow is that you need to be someone worth talking to. And you need to have something worth talking about. And the way you become known as someone worth talking to is by having a lot of relevant things to talk about. What are you doing to earn that? That's my question for you. My provocative question for you today is what are you doing to earn that reputation today? Um, I am uh, really looking forward to the next uh, episode that I'm talking about is going to be about tension. And tension is not just about finding pain, but I'm giving you a little, a little foreshadowing here. Next week, we're going to talk about emotions in the sales process. So you're going to want to tune into that. Um, I also want to mention, I, I mentioned my daughter uh, just a few minutes ago, but she has actually been doing a little bit of work for me. She's been working with Doug, which is great because she's got an interest in doing some broadcasting things after school, and there's nobody better than Doug Branson to work with her on that. Um, but she's actually going through and pulling old episodes of The Why and the Buy and adding some visual uh, content to them. And we're going to be putting those old episodes, starting at the very beginning, we're going to be putting those old episodes up on YouTube on the channel. So um, stay tuned for a more formal announcement about that. But I'm excited. Um, my girl is listening to me. She's, uh, you know, listening to some of these old conversations. Uh, hopefully she's learning a few things, but she's putting some dynamics to them. And uh, we're going to have them up in a YouTube playlist here uh, pretty soon. Five years and 432 episodes of The Why and the Buy. Um, we're going to be up to on YouTube over the next couple months. So excited about that. Um, hey, thanks for making the choice to spend the last 10 minutes or so with me. I really appreciate that. I, I mentioned my other podcast. There are so many sales podcasts out there, and let alone all the other ones that you could spend your time listening to. Thanks for sharing some time with me. I hope I made you think, and I hope that makes you a better seller. I'll talk to you again next week. Rethink the way you sell is a pot about it production. It's mixed and edited by Doug Branson with music by Blue Dot Sessions and Doug Branson. This podcast is masterminded by Jeff Bajorek.